Thanks for tuning in to the Sick Beach Podcast, brought to you by West Crescent Vintage and me, your host, Brie Westry. Sick Beach is a place where creatives, movers, and doers come to hang out and share their lives and experiences as they set out to achieve their goals and their dreams, no matter how unconventional the method. Stick around, because it's going to be sick. another episode of the Sick Beach Podcast, where creatives, movers, and doers come to hang out. Today, we are joined by Jag Gonzalez. Jag is a stylist and owner of Jag Clothing based out of Austin and LA. Jag's eye for style is truly unique, and the fact that he's just beginning his senior year of college, his accomplishments are truly amazing. Thank you for joining us, Jag. Thank you so much for having me on, Brie. Okay. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited. So I want to start at the very beginning. So you're from San Antonio, right? Born and raised. Born and raised. Okay. So tell me a little bit about growing up in San Antonio. What was life like for you, whether that be at home and things like that, and what you were interested in? Okay. So growing up in San Antonio is kind of similar in a way to Austin being here, but growing up in San Antonio... San Antonio is just kind of just an interesting city. I guess when you think of like all of Texas, Mm -hmm. you kind of forget San Antonio exists um, when you compare it to like Houston or Dallas. But um, growing up for me in San Antonio, the best way I can like tell people about it is kind of like, as cliche as it sounds, it's like home. Mm -hmm. But it's like, like, believe it or not, I am um, Mexican-American and I'm Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. Even though I don't really look like the, I guess, the stereotypical type. But like... The idea that, like, growing up for me was kind of, like, just home. Like, Mm -hmm. all of San Antonio just felt like I was, like, at my grandma's. Like, just very rich Mexican culture and stuff like that. And so growing up for me in San Antonio was, like, it's just this big city but Mm -hmm. small town feel. So everything just felt like your backyard. Everything felt like your home at the back of your hand almost. Um, So growing up for me, I grew up in a... Small little household, because it's me, my parents, and my sister. Mm -hmm. My sister is young. She's, like, my best friend. Um, And then I have, like, this big Mexican family on both sides. Mm -hmm. So my mom has tons of brothers and sisters. I have, like, 50,000 cousins. Um, So for me, it was this also, like, very, like, conservative household. Very, like, Christian. I went to private school my whole life. Same, Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, like... Moving to Austin was a whole different thing, but growing up for me, it kind of just was, the best way I can put it was family. Like, it just mm-hmm. felt like, I don't know, taken out of a book almost. Like, it just was, like, picture perfect, written perfectly. Um, and, like, just growing up, I was kind of always the kid that was interested in everything. I gave everything a shot. Um, I played 50,000 sports. I was obsessed with all different types of art forms um and i never really said no to anything when i was younger i was very like timid very introverted compared to now i'm kind of like once you get to know me i'm kind of like freaking crazy yolo like out of the box but i mean just growing up for me like being young like everything interested me like i never said no to something because i wanted to make sure that like actually fucked with it yeah you you're like wait let me understand if i don't like it before i say like i just don't want to do it 
So when would you say fashion and clothing started playing a role in your life? So to be honest, like, I don't remember that exact moment. Mm -hmm. It kind of just felt like it was always kind of like a part of like my life in a way. Um, I would say fashion was kind of like not the first thing that interests me when it came to art forms. to this day, but I don't really do it much now, and I kind of wish I did. I first got into like art and stuff when it came to acting. So I did a lot of like theater stuff, and especially in middle school and high school. And I think just being in theater and seeing like costume design yeah. and like styling for a show really interests me. It's another level yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> and so I always like liked that, and the idea that I was also really passionate about like. I loved movies, I loved music, like mm-hmm. pop culture as a whole. Um, I think it was around like seventh grade when I realized I was like, okay, I really like fuck with the idea of fashion when I started like realizing the idea of like Vogue or like Seventeen magazine when mm-hmm. younger yeah. or Teen Vogue or Elle magazine or Glamour, whatever it might be, and just like seeing like these people I see on TV dressed up. But, like, it wasn't just, like, fashion that you got at the mall. It yeah. was couture. Or it was elevated fashion. Looks at, like, if you saw someone walk in the street right now, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I was just obsessed with the idea of, like, fashion was more than just, okay, I'm going to go get a shirt right now at the mall. It was creating art in an expressive way. Um, so I guess, like, the moment I realized when I came into fashion, my first toes in it was... Like, if you go back to my Facebook post from when I was in middle school, I don't know what the hell I was wearing. <laughs> Even to this day, like, I go back to my freshman year of college, and, like, I would thrift so much, and, like, I would just mix-match, and, like, I would take clothes and be like, I'm gonna bust out my sewing machine, and, like, I'm gonna do a cool hem on these pants. Yes. And I look back now, and I'm like, oh, baby, what is it doing <laughs> there? But, like, I appreciate it. And you threw it out there, and that's the yeah. thing. Like, you don't Lady Gaga meat dress, like, yeah. and then, you know... You, you learn from it in some way, whether you loved that look or you hated it, but you did it. Yeah, like, I appreciate it. And my first toe, I guess, in, like, the fashion realm and stuff was when I was a junior in high school. We had, I went to private school, mm. super conservative, and we got our first uh, fashion design class. And I was the only guy willing enough to take the class because people were like, oh, that's gonna be so weird for a guy to do stuff with fashion or learn how to sew and all this stuff. And I was like, honestly, fuck that. Like, I don't care what people think. Like, I think it's dope and like, so be it. Like, I'm gonna learn something. Like, sewing honestly is like a lost form of art almost in a way. And so for me, I took the class and I realized like, how freaking crazy and intense it is and it just was kind of like a motivational thing like it empowered me in a way where I was like I can create my own pieces and it was kind of way like I felt like okay like if these people out here on New York runway can do this and stuff like I can do it too one day so that was like my first passion when it came to fashion and I always knew when I was younger growing up in a family with like a bunch of entrepreneurs my dad owns a business my mom my grandparents I was like I want to be able to own something of my own one day so I was like I want to own my own like fashion whether it be like a 
a boutique, whether it be a fashion line, whether it be a fashion house, or just something to do with fashion. That was always my goal. And then I realized when I was going to college and picking stuff out for college, I was like, there was, my options were slim. I felt like I started the process of learning how to sew and creating pieces later than a lot of other people did because my dreams were like Parsons. My dreams was like going to schools in New York and, or like LA. And I didn't have a portfolio big enough for me to fulfill that. So it was kind of like intimidating in a way and it kind of felt like rejection at an early stage where I was like, oh fuck, like, yeah, like you can do whatever you achieve your mind to, but like, it was kind of like, I just felt kind of like, okay, like I gotta like put 110 in. Mm -hmm. And it was to the point where I was kind of like, I don't know, like maybe there's somewhere else for me. And so when I started applying for colleges, um, I realized that none of the schools I liked, I picked. And I was gonna go to Texas Tech or UNT for fashion design Mm -hmm. or fashion merchandising. And I was like, nope, that's not it. I prayed about it a lot. And then all of a sudden, St. Edward's popped up in my mailbox. One of my friends was going to St. Edward's at the time. And then another friend of mine in my class was gonna go there. And I was like, don't wanna be anyone from high school. Like, don't, like I wanna leave that realm. Yes, I feel that. And then I was like, F St. Ed's, <laughs> not going there. Like, what is this school? Never heard of her. Um, and then I prayed about it again that night. And then I got an email from St. Ed's next morning when I woke up. And it was like, you don't have to send in an essay. You don't have to send in anything. Just do the basic application. And you'll get a fast response in like a day or two. And so I was like, okay, if I don't have to write an essay, like, sure, I'll just throw it in there and maybe it happened. I got my response. I got accepted. And right when I got that exception, I was like, it just felt right. I was like, okay, maybe this is like what I need to do. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So I went through that and I was like, I'm going to do entrepreneurship as a major because I was kind of also in this limbo of like, do I want to put all my eggs in one basket with fashion or do I want to go into a degree that like if fashion doesn't work four years from now, I have a business degree that I can like apply in other ways. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll do that. And then when I got to school, I was already interested in Cabra. And then that's how I got back into fashion, but in the realm of fashion styling. So it wasn't any more creating my own pieces. It was more like styling and creating these concepts. My first year, I was like, okay, I like that. Then I got into fashion, creative directing, stuff like that. And then I was like, okay, well, I want to create the concepts of shoots. And like, I like the styling point by like bringing these shoots to life and like an idea. I got into that. So I've just been in very different realms of fashion. Um, and then like over the past year, I kind of stopped. And then this summer I was like, I want to open up my own fashion boutique because there's just so much that I have envisioned for myself. And I just want to put like my creativity back into something. And I take in like what I've learned throughout the past three years so far of school. And all I've learned throughout the past years of my life of fashion and now I'm like putting it into like a force and so that's pretty dope so like long story short <laughs> that's where I got to like yeah where I'm at now with uh Jag so yeah okay so since we're already teasing Jag mm-hmm. uh so I want to first start with this whole section of styling questions that okay. I have for you so first when you're putting together a look an outfit a whole um you know, photo shoot at some points when you're mm-hmm. creative directing. What are steps that you take? How do you find your 
eye for putting something together for other people, not necessarily yourself. Okay, yeah. So, um, in regards, like, like when it comes to like other people and stuff like that, if like for instance, like it's a cover shoot, or mm-hmm. if I'm doing like shooting for like small businesses, like I've done before, um, I usually just sit down with like whoever it is, and I'm like, what words come to mind with like this shoot? So, um, let's think. Um, for a Cabra shoot, we did, like, let's say, um, we did, I'm trying to think. Cause I, I know, because we've done so many. We've done so many, and I haven't, like, actually led a shoot in so long. Um, when it came to, like, the Mexican-American shoot, yes. mm-hmm. um, that shoot was an original concept that had been proposed a long time before um, I actually was, like, in Cabra or went to St. Ed's. And... I remember that um, at the time, the creative director was Ethan, who was in charge of Cabra. And he proposed the idea again alongside Yesenia, who was the original founder of Cabra. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, that's my shit. I'm from San Antonio. I want to be a part of that. And so me and Taylor, who's now also the director right now for styling in Cabra, we were like, let's do it together because I believe she's from the Valley. So like, those are just two rich areas of Texas with Mexican culture. And we just sat down and we were like, what to have y'all envisioned for this photo shoot? And then like, let's envision like what we were thinking. And so we took down like what they were saying, uh, the idea of like, I kind of like just ask like, throw out words. I don't, I feel like sometimes it's hard to articulate in sentences what you're envisioning in your yes, head. Like, it is. I see this and this, and, like, I see this person doing this, and I see... Like, you can say that, but, like, at the same time, like, sometimes it's just, like, glimpses of what you have. Like, I see, um, ruffles. Like, I want ruffles in it. Or, oh, I think of warm colors. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's easier way of, like, combining these photos. And I see a girl at a bench wearing this. Like, that's, like, way harder for us to recreate when it comes to styling wise is like if we it's not fluid enough it's just like making like an ice cube and saying it has to be like this yeah so it's just kind of like i like to just throw out random shit like throw out random words that random things that come to mind when you think of like whatever concept um then i like to take like what they told me and then when i go into my own creative space i like to create mood boards and with my mood boards I always have to put on music and I always draw a lot of my inspiration from music videos. So, um, my whole thing is like, I'll sit down, make a mood board and be like, search up on Google, like random images, like Hispanic traditional wear. And I'll take like, and that time when I created that whole mood board, I wanted to say true to Hispanic culture, Mm -hmm. but as well as stay true to the whole idea of like recreating it in a different light of more fashion forward. I didn't want it to be so stereotypical where it was like, oh, let's just do the whole stereotypical idea of what we think of Mexican-American. I wanted it to be very traditional, very cultural with a fashion twist on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I just remember that I just sat there and I was like, I'm going to put my Tejano music on. I'm going to go back to San Antonio. And I really just went back to my roots when that happened. Because I believe we shot that one in the spring. And I went back a week into San Antonio. And I went to my grandma's. Like, I remember I went to my grandma's house on the south side. And 
I just like I was like let's recreate my childhood and I feel like Taylor was the same way too we were like we want to recreate what we remember from when we were kids of like what our culture meant to us um I remember I took notes, I took photos, I pulled inspirations. When I was younger, I always went to this piñata store that down the street. They always sold paletas there and stuff. And um, then we created for that shoe kind of something similar in mm-hmm. East Austin where we did like the shoe in like a piñata store and stuff. And then Taylor had the idea of also like that just park feel of like when you're younger, like going to the park with your grandparents, your family, and just, like, having fun at the park on, like, stuff. And we shot stuff like that. And we shot stuff in front of, like, Lotaria Wall in East Austin, too, which, when I was growing up, we always played every Sunday at my grandparents, like, with our whole big family. Like, even every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, like, it was on. So when it came to that, I wanted to make sure I pulled... I like to pull, I guess, staying on track with, like, the question. Like, I like to pull my concepts based on like what someone else has told me but put my own flair to it mm-hmm. because I want to make sure I stay true to my style and I'm not always doing something that I feel like I'm not happy with in my eyes um, I like to put my own little twist on it and so for me like music is a big thing my own past is a big thing and just I don't know just like really like taking away the whole idea of like I don't know yeah <laughs> Okay, so how would you describe your personal style and how you've come to cultivate that? I feel like mine like popped out of nowhere. I was like, I looked up like in the mirror one day and I'm like, oh, this is how I, I dress, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, how would you describe your style? Oh gosh. Um, I honestly feel like I'm still in a phase where I don't really know my style. Mm-hmm. I realized this summer that I'm coming to terms of getting a better understanding of it. I feel like my current style right now, like as I talk about like how much I'm into fashion and how much I love doing stuff with fashion, like my everyday style is kind of like athleisure in a way. Yeah, but it's like elevate. It's like, you know, like caught caught you walking somewhere. Uh-huh. It's like oh hey, like that new like that new Haley Bieber one that came oh, out gosh, with like yeah, the recreating. That one was so good. I sat but... there and I saw those pictures. I I don't really care for Haley Bieber. Yeah, no, comments, but those the but styling and the it was a good. Direction. I sat there and I saw those photos. I was like, I need to recreate some shit like this. I was like, how am I gonna incorporate this into my daily style? I actually thought that to myself. But and you should. <laughs> I I want to like I'm gonna try. I think right now I'm like going for more of like a very retro feel with my athleisure, but. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started college, oh my God, it was so tragic. (laughs) When I was younger in high school and stuff, it was always such a preppy style. Like you would always catch me in like khaki shorts with a vineyard vine tee on or like big comfort color shirts. (laughs) And like, and it's kind of stays true to like the whole like big shirts feel. Like I've always loved big shirts just because I am kind of scrawny in a way. And so I feel like I just feel like kind of like confidence, comfort level in a big shirt or big hoodie and stuff. So that's how my style first went. And then when I was a freshman, I got into like Cabra and like I got really into like fashion and recreating stuff and thrifting. And then that was like a whole nother world. I don't know what you call that style, but I was just mix matching, make trying to make things work. I appreciate it though, because I got a better understanding of like what I liked and what I didn't like. And then I think sophomore year, I was like, I started working out a little bit more and like having a healthier lifestyle. And I was like, oh my gosh, athleisure is just so easy to wear. Yeah. So easy to throw on. And like, it's become more acceptable in the past. It years. has. It's become very 
street just street wary it's yeah. i mean especially i mean like like all these people like partnering with people like nike and adidas yeah. and like it's it's great so that's where i'm at now and then i just started working at nordstrom this past summer and like then that made me question my whole styling again really because i was like oh my gosh because i have to dress up now every day for work and if anyone knows me i hate dressing up for like nice events like if someone's like you have to wear slacks and a button up or like a, a tie i'm like oh fuck like just kill me like, i don't want to do it like i don't know why i just think maybe i feel like if i was on a red carpet or runway or something like that and it was kind of like an elevated you'd be able to step look. into it yeah, yeah. Like, i'd be like fuck yeah but like I feel like guys' clothes when it comes into that, it's like a basic white button up, a basic blue button up. Which is what we hate to see. We're like, oh, give give me something new. Yeah. So, but I think working at Nordstrom's, I've been wearing more edgier clothes and more like dressing up and caring how I look now, represent myself. So I feel like my style right now is kind of like two people. Like Mm -hmm. there's my athleisure comfort side and then now the other side of me is kind of like edgy, kind of like streetwear kind of feel that I'm developing right now and I definitely want to go further into that so cool um so who right now would you say is inspiring you just looking at their things like inspirations like designers celebs houses brands who okay so when I think of celebrities right now well, actually, my current inspiration, because I am doing mood boards right now for my fall campaign mm-hmm. for JAG, and inspiration right now is Euphoria. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't yet. I need to. I'm going to definitely go watch it. I was it. kind of like, everyone was talking about it, and I was like, oh, I can't. Like, I can't do that. But my friend sat me down one night and was like, we're going to watch this. And I was like, okay. And I'm mad. Like, I just got so... Like, everything about Euphoria, like artistically mm-hmm. lighting wise costume wise makeup wise I'm like that's what my freaking like dreams look like like I want like it was just so great so right now that's inspired me a lot like those colors and the makeup and everything um celeb wise gonna be honest I feel like a lot of people are just being this summer was the worst summer ever for anything pop culture fashion wise I feel like <laughs> it's so dry but I think celeb-wise, I'm really appreciating a lot of the styling coming from, like, Charlie XCX in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love, like, not only is her music inspiring to me when it comes to fashion, but, like, just always her looks and her stage. Um, I would say who else is out there? Obviously, Rihanna and Zendaya can never do wrong. <laughs> like just iconic in every way possible did you like her new was that michael court was that her in the suit did you see that photo shoot that just dropped wait rihanna no zendaya my gosh maybe i haven't maybe i haven't i just know that rihanna did her hong kong shoot today. that one yes that one looked insane i haven't checked it out yet i saw it on twitter and i was like i have to look at this (laughs) so i'm gonna do that later but um when it comes to celebs I'd say that my biggest fashion inspirations when it comes to styling would have to be like, I appreciate a lot of what Dua Lipa does in a way, cause her style is very true to like almost street in a way, but make it pop and very femme. Mm. Um, Rihanna, of course, because she's always breaking boundaries. As much as I hate to say this, Kylie Jenner always does show up to impress me when it comes to fashion. I love her. She takes it very seriously. Yeah. And, like, and nobody can 
knocker on that one. Yeah, so yeah. I would say definitely Kylie and sometimes even Kimberly. Kim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. No, that sounded like it needed to be said. That's yeah. like... <laughs> um, definitely those two girls know how to style. And Ariana used to be, I feel like for me, a big fashion inspiration, but I feel like she's just already nailed her iconic look. I just can't get away with like thigh highs and an oversized sweater or oversized clothes anymore. So I'm really hoping she like switches up a bit. <laughs> yeah. But I would say this summer, it was very full of Charlie XCX for me and Zendaya and Rihanna and a little bit of Kylie. Um, designer wise, um, I've really appreciated a lot of what Gucci has done. Um, I feel like right now we're getting it to the next phase of fashion from them. Um, I feel like ever since um, 2015 with the new creative director, there's been a really big rise. And I feel like right now it's kind of like quiet in a way, just like we're putting out here and there. And I think the next collection is really just gonna be elevated. Um, I also appreciate a lot from Balenciaga. I used yes. to not care about Balenciaga as much, but did you like the the shape? Do you like the the trainers that everybody loves the sneakers? Um, yeah. yeah. So the trainers. So okay, I bought actually I bought my first pair of Balenciagas this summer. Oh my gosh! Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> um, I bought the Clear Sole um, Triple S. The trainers. I did. I do like. I did like them, but I do feel like they're actually kind of like fading out now. And I feel like a lot that you'll see now on like Insta and Tumblr and stuff are the triple S. So I do fuck with those a lot. I love mine. Um, but when it comes to designer wise, I honestly feel like every designer is not really. No, I feel honestly, I feel like every celeb and designer right now, no one's really giving me life. Like there's nothing I've been really like excited about. Like I have been. And it might because I'm not, this summer I wasn't as deep into it like I had been, but I'm really looking for this upcoming weeks with Fashion Week, mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm hoping someone pulls through. I'm hoping for these looks. I'm hoping for a rise in fashion and pop culture, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. So let's transition now into your store. So we got a taste of what inspired you to begin it but what what were the actual moves that you like after you said like hey I'm gonna do this like how was that process of starting yeah so it was always an idea but uh, to be honest I was scared to make the move um and it was kind of like I'll wait until I graduate to do it and then one day ironically enough I was staying on YouTube if anyone knows me I'm obsessed with YouTube like it's just my go-to I was on YouTube and I was like, came across this girl and she was talking about her fashion line and how she was doing her photo shoot and like behind the scenes and like pulling clothes and stuff like that. And I was like, one, this is dope. Two, it's inspiring. And three, I can do that. Yeah. And I remember I text my mom and my sister in a group chat. Sorry, dad. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, we cussed on our family. Sorry. Um, I, was <laughs> no, like, <it's> <laughs> I was like, what? The, our group chat is called Blood Thicker Than Ass. Love <laughs> that. So I text and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. Crazy enough, my mom sent me a picture of her and my sister watching the exact same vlog at the same time. 
and was like, we, like, shows the browsers, and my sister is already on her website searching up everything she has to do to make it happen. So then I was like, then my mom was like, we just saw that, we, we wanted blah, 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 like, all this stuff. And I was like, it just, like, at that exact moment, it just felt right. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. It's almost the fate of, like, everything aligned yeah. like that. So I was like, oh, my gosh, okay. And so my sister, she was like, oh, my gosh, like, we just went online right now. We bought a domain for the website, blah, blah, blah. So she was really steps ahead of me. At first, I was, like, not bitter, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is my passion. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. little, and, like, everyone, like, everyone's ahead of me. But I also was really proud because everything that she's been going through in life, she kind of found her little niche that she was really passionate about too. And then it was also cool that we shared that same passion in a way that we could help each other and grow. Um, so I remember that. And so then we both kind of did the process together. So it just felt very organic and very like, like you said, like fate. Um, so when it came to the clothing, I took longer than she did because she knew that she wanted to go down the route. She already knew what name she wanted. She already had bought in the domain. She had been working. So she bought everything herself. For me, I had money saved up already, but I just didn't fully feel committed yet. So I was, and I didn't have a name or anything. So I was like, fuck. We already were going to LA at the time. And I was kind of like, I'm gonna sit in the back seat watch her do this like watch my sister what moves that she does learn from that take notes from that and then also take notes about what she didn't do that she wishes she could have done um so when i was in la i was pulling inspirations for the name for the company she already was coming up with stuff and she wanted Alyssa marie boutiques and that's her name Alyssa marie and when it came to mine everyone was like jag jag but like for me i was kind of like oh my gosh like Everyone already called, not everyone, but like a majority of people call me Jag. My handles are everything's Jag. I have Jag tied it on my hand. Like I just didn't want everything about me to be Jag. Like I wanted it to be something else. I wanted it to be edgy. But everyone was like, Jag is edgy. Jag is different. Jag is fun. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's what held me up for about, I would say three weeks. I just sat there and I was like, I just don't. Just contemplating. Yeah, that. I don't have a name. So when it came to name wise, I initially, this was before I got mainstream. So bad guy was what I wanted at first mm-hmm. because I wanted to go guys clothing store initially. And I wanted to do fashion that you can't find anywhere in Texas. The fashion that when people go on Instagram or Tumblr or they pop up Vogue, they're like, oh, I wish we had that Yeah, here. they're always trying to find the tags to figure out if they can figure out yeah. somehow where it's from, yeah. And so I was like, that's what I initially wanted. And then after doing the research, I realized the reason why there's not fashion for that, it's because it's honestly not out there. And it comes back down to like, when it comes to boutique wise, it's hard to find those pieces for reselling or from pulling from vendors or pulling from other designers. And so that teaser will be something in the future that I want to do mm-hmm. with my design experience. Um, so I sat there, we went to LA, flew out there, we did a little trip, mixture of business and fun, and my sister got in contact with designers that she liked that were based in LA, um, stores, vendors, wholesalers. I saw her go to showrooms, pull out stuff, and I was like, okay, this is definitely what I wanna do. Yeah. This is so fucking dope. And like helping her in the process, 
was just so much fun. Like being able to go to a showroom and someone's like, okay, like what? It, like what are we thinking for the like boutique and stuff? And we're like, we want it to be this style, this style, and people pull, coming out and pulling new stuff, being like, what about this? Or yeah, I like that, but what color? And like, oh, I don't know about that texture. And like being able to feel the garments yes. and be able to like put pieces together like okay if I get this I, we can match it with this bottom like those could be sold together maybe and stuff like that and I was like okay that's what I need to fucking do so when I got back to Austin um, I was going through a lot of stuff personally in my life a lot of confusion areas mm-hmm. a lot of like lost friendships relationships like all of it and my life just felt at the time just so like chaotic like it just felt like a shit storm and I just remembered like sitting there and being like, do I, is this a time for me to start this project? Like, can I handle it? Can I put in the work? Am I mentally there? And I prayed about it and I just remembered it being like, yeah, like this is why, like because of all of this, this is why you need to do this. Like your attention needs to go here, back into your dreams, back into your passions, back yeah. into what you love. And I was like, okay. So I sat there and then all of a sudden I was like, Jag, like, Jack. Yeah, Jack. And so then I remember, oh my gosh, forgot about this. Back to the same question about the celebrities or people who inspire you. Casey freaking Musgraves. I remember I was listening to Golden Hour at the time. I was in my apartment, full blast, just getting out my emotions. And all of a sudden, Dime Store Cowgirl came on, which is from another album of hers. And I was like, that's it. Like, I want my whole brand to be Texas meets LA in a sense. Like I want that LA free Santa Monica, Malibu, beach vibe. Yeah. Palm trees. And all about what's happening and what's Yeah. And but mix it with my roots of like country and Texas and cactus and Austin and and the South being about family and yeah. you that being so important to you. So yeah, that's I was amazing. Just like, okay, yeah. And so then all of a sudden like, I'm such a visual person and because of my business side, I was like, okay, I know what clothes I want to sell already because of LA. My mind automatically started running with ideas of a logo, decals marketing ways yeah. stuff all this stuff and I was like oh my gosh and so I was like jotting stuff down writing stuff I was listening to music that was inspiring me making playlists and I was like this is all like, coming together in just a matter of seconds like I don't know what right now is going on and then I remember I was like okay I got my ideas my logo I know what I kind of want I want something with a star um I want jag I want it to be country but I want it to be not like I'm selling Western wear. Like, I want it to be, like, a country flair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want it to be all about L.A. Because that's, like, a second home to me. And so I'm like, okay. I know what I want. And I remember I got in contact. I was like, I don't know anybody personally that is a graphic designer. But I was like, before I can even move forward, like, pulling out clothes or buying a domain name and stuff, I was like, I have to see what I'm envisioning come to life first. And I remember I got in contact with a friend of mine, Ben. Shout out to Ben. Um, He is a graphic designer that goes to UT. And I was like, hey, dude, he's actually my my best friend's ex. So it's kind of weird. But I was like, bro, like, I got you. Like, I need help. Like, I'll pay you. Like, 
here it is, like, this is what I'm doing. And I gave him, like, back to, like, how I come with my inspiration, I gave him, like, worded stuff. I was like, I can't put it into sentences. Like, all I see, like, I probably still have the DMs, but I was like, all I see, I was like, all I see is, like, palm trees, cactus, um, Route 66, that's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just sounded funky to me. Route 66, Malibu, a ranch, Casey Musgraves meets Rihanna meets Kylie Jenner meets and I just like started like naming out all these stuff and I was like sunshine rainbows <laughs> glitter but like ombre but pastel like I was just going with all this stuff and what and was his response <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he was kind of like okay um so what are we wanting though like <laughs> a logo a yeah. decal and I'm like oh yeah sorry like this is what I want like I want stickers I want this and so I was, like, telling him about the logo. And I hadn't even gotten so much about, like, what I wanted for sticker-wise, what I wanted for, like, the face of a brand, like, whatever. He was like, meet me on West Campus on the drag this time at this coffee shop. And I was like, bet. So I got a class. This was, like, mid-April. I got a class, drove over there, like, around 3. And I got in there. And he goes, you told me all, I told him, like, all this stuff, like, 12 a.m. at night, the night before. And he had already came up with all these ideas. And I sat there. And I literally got chills. Like, he opened up his laptop, showed me what he had made. And I was like, without me even, like, drawing anything for you or anything, he had just taken what I envisioned already and made it happen. And he was like, I just remember the first thing he kind of said to me was like, I hope you like this. Um, Because I like Casey Musgraves a lot, too, or something like that. And I was like, okay, okay, what is it? And I was really nervous at the time because I was like what if I don't like anything he made? And then I'm like, gonna feel so bad. And like, but then I saw him show me the logos at first. There's three different variations. And I was like, I want the star. Cause initially it was just the word Jag mm-hmm. and block letters. And the A was a substitute with a star. So it was Jag, J star G. And I was like, no. And then I'm, he was like, well, the logo now, if you go on our Instagram at shop Jag, is Jack kind of in cursive. Yeah, yeah. And his inspiration for that was more of like a lasso, kind of like the yes. whole Texas feel with the... Te- and then I, he had just a circle on top of the J, and I was like, put a fucking star on that. And then we did that, and I was like, okay, I like that. But it wasn't the gradient feel of like variations of pink on top of each other. So I was like, it needs a little... Uh, it needs like a little like dimension to it. And so then we came up with, like, at first it was rainbow. So it was kind of like, it was like a variation of, like, a purple, a blue, and, like, a green, like, a gradient feel. And I was like, no, I want pinks. Like, I think pinks is where we're at. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, I was thinking that, too, and I also made this. And I remember he swiped over his screen. And the faces, um, he had only had made the cowgirl. That is one of the stickers. Mm-hmm. So if you go on our little Insta stories, you'll see that. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, that is the bitch of the face, like the face <laughs> of the brand. Like she's that girl. Like I was like, oh my gosh. And I remember I sat there and I was like, I want that to be a sticker. And I was like, and I want it to be. So she had different colors. She had blonde hair. The hat was black, I think. And like she had pink clothes. And I was like, make her all pink. Like I want her whole thing to be a variation of pink. So we did that. 
And then the next day he got me back everything. And I was like, and I want a variations of girls. And so he made variations. I was like, I want a white girl. I want a black girl. I want a Hispanic girl. I want an Asian girl. Like I was like, I want, like, I want this like brand to be inclusive. Like I don't want to yes. just be like one face, one style. And we did that. We went through so many different, it was just such a good prop. Like I just felt so empowering to be like, I felt like I was just like such a businessman. Like yes. I was like on the phone, like after classes, like in breaks and I was like, Hey, like I just got the email you sent. Like, let's try this instead. And then like, I'll get out of class. I'm like already in my mail. There was another little sample. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we did that, and then when I bought my domain and stuff, I was like, I'm going to California by myself. I was like, I'm going to LA by myself, and I'm going to pull clothes. And I'm going to do whatever I learned when I went with my sister and my mom and do that for myself. So I bought him my plane ticket to go to California and to go pull clothes from designers and stuff, and that fell through because my sister had graduation that week and I was stupid, I forgot. So (laughs) (laughs) I had to cancel my flight, but I remember that I took down a lot of people's business cards when I was there. Mm -hmm. And I had told them also about like what I wanted to do. So I just started emailing all of them and I was like, look, like, I don't know if you remember me. I came with a shop, Alyssa Marie, blah, blah, blah. And this is what I'm looking. And people were like, here, let me send you line sheets. Let me send you sample pieces and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I want this, this, and this. And a lot of the style, at first I wanted it to be very, if you go to my sister's page, hers, her style is more, the way we decided, because everyone was like, how are you going to make a clothing store and your sister's going to make one? Like, you're all going to compete with each other. But in our eyes... You we are going of, for different. Yeah. In yeah. our eyes, we were like, no, I feel like we are like, helping each other in a way. Like, we didn't see each other as competition. We saw each other as, like, we'll both nail out the park. And her whole style, the way we describe it is, like, her style is, like, the girl next door, what you would wear, kind of, like, every day, blah, blah, blah. And mine is more the bad girl at night kind of like a lot of club wear or a lot of like going to dinner or like just wanting a different outfit that's not so traditional and um so that's our like different styles that we went through um so we did that and I remember when I got my first shipment and in the summer um I was low-key depressed because I was going through stuff in my life. And I just remember that when I got that first shipment in, it came earlier than I expected. And so I remember when I opened that box, like it just felt like, you know, like in that SpongeBob show when he opens a box, like the rainbows pop out. Yes, yes. It felt like that. Like I just was like, okay, like this is happening. Like it's just it. And I couldn't, my launch date for it was supposed to be on my birthday on June 15th. Um, And like I was going to do like, a week before that, like, tell everyone, like, hey, like, a week from now, like, this is launching. We went to my, went to Miami in Key West, uh, the last week of May. Me and my family, we got drunk <laughs> off pina coladas and margaritas, <laughs> and I just remember my sister was doing content at the time. I had some of my pieces ready, so my sister was modeling stuff for me, and I remember that we were just all drunk, and my sister was posting stuff, and I was like, you know what? Back it. I'm gonna post some shit now, blah, blah, blah. And I just was drunk at the, at the bar. And I remember I posted my Instagram story and I was like, hey guys, like it's Shop Jack, like Jack. Yes, is. it's like, it's like, now that you need to know. I was like, here are some pieces, like, here's my logo, here's some stuff. And I was just like dropping stuff on that. When I 
woke up the next morning, I was like, oh, fuck, I just did that. Like, I didn't even do a proper launch or anything. It just felt, it just felt organic, though. Like, I wasn't even mad at the whole idea of it. Like, I just felt like it was very true to me, and I didn't feel like I was trying to be this kind of, like, ooh, like, pretentious. Like, here it is. I just kind of was like, here it fucking is. Yeah. Like, here it is. Um, and that really went well. Like, the whole launch thing, like having friends of mine model so far. Uh, so I'm looking for models right now for fall. Um, but like all of that, like just doing that at the beginning of summer was just so liberating in a way. Like it just really was empowering. And then I actually sold a lot of pieces, more than I had expected. Mm-hmm. And then I started my job at Nordstrom and then it was so hot outside this whole summer to shoot. And so yeah. it was just kind of like, I July was kind of like a break month where it was kind of like everything kind of died down. I let everything go away. And then now that school's starting again, I'm back with fall. Cause I just got back from Vegas with my sister. We, I saw a couple of stories. Yeah. yeah. So we went to Magic, which is a fashion uh, expo. And we met with a bunch of different wholesalers, designers, vendors, and we pulled some stuff for our stores for fall. Super fucking excited. You're excited yeah. Like some of the stuff that's gonna be launching now was stuff that I got when I was in LA because I did the trip was LA with my friends first and then I flew from LA to Vegas mm-hmm. to meet my family. So when I was back in LA first, I had pulled some stuff originally there and then in Vegas I pulled other stuff. So the first pieces that everyone's gonna be seeing in the next couple of weeks were the pieces from LA. Those I'm excited for, but the stuff that I pulled from Vegas, I'm, like, for winter, if anyone knows me, fall and winter are, like, my favorite months, and just the idea of, like, dressing up for fall and winter are my favorite things ever, so I'm just so freaking excited. My outerwear is, like, the the most curated such yeah. like, of my closet, and I'm, I'm like, oh, we live in Texas, we barely, we get, like, three, three weeks mm-hmm. of intense use of it. Yeah, outerwear, I think, is just my favorite thing ever, like... I don't know. Like, I feel like if I lived in New York, like, I'd be oh, on yes. point every day. So, but. Okay, so um, we kind of wrapped up kind of talking about JAG. So going into my final questions, what can we expect from you in the future not in JAG? So you're going to graduate. You thinking about it yet? You worried about it or just kind of, are you taking it kind of like how you took JAG, just letting everything be at this point? And, um, well... I've thought about it, but I think ever since, because like obviously senior year just started a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I have this idea in my mind of what I want to do, um, like with Jag. Um, but outside of that, I think I came to realization that I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Um, well, perfect. That's great. That's yeah. still good. I mean, realizing at least that you're like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do is like the next step to like, okay what yeah figure out what i'm gonna do i feel like i'm at the point in my life right now where everything i've learned over the past year of all my altercations i think i know what i don't want to do Mm -hmm. so that's something yeah but what's to come forward i don't know i know that i want to move to la um just in my youth periods though um but over the past last week or so i've been Ironically, this is a place I said like I would never move. It would just be a place I'd visit because I love it and I adore it. But I'm thinking about moving to New York maybe after for a year. But 
at the same time that I'm also thinking about moving to London. I just know I want to make a big ass move because I don't want to be 30 and old <laughs> and be like, I wish I could have done that when I was younger. So I'm just kind of like, I just, I think I'm in a point in my life where once this chapter of my life is done, I'm going to be thankful for it and grateful for it because I loved my college experience. It's definitely the best part of my life, but I think the next part, moving forward, I think I just kind of want to like, not to be so cliche, but like create a whole new life. Like just drop it yes. and try something differently. So I'm kind of moving, moving to the idea of London in a way. So we'll see. Ooh, I'm we'll excited see to see. We'll see a year from now, <laughs> where this is. So my last question for you, this is a question that I ask to everybody. So it's called, I basically call it my sick peach question. But if you could give advice to somebody that wants to do what you want to do, saying they want to either be a stylist or they want to have their own clothing line, what would you suggest to them to try to give them their first steps to success? Not saying that they would reach it, but just to try. Um... I would say just anything to do with fashion. I would say their fashion, I think for a lot of people, they just think of it as this one thing, but there's so many different sectors of it. And I would say to get a better understanding of like what you want to do in fashion and stuff is to honestly open up a magazine or open up your closet and just like play around with the idea first. And I think like if you want to go into the idea of fashion styling, what I did when I realized like that was a passion of mine was I just would go on Instagram and if I had a friend that was a photographer or I saw a dope photographer in Austin area, at 18 years old, I would just send over a DM or an email and be like, hey, like I'm just looking to build my portfolio. Like, I don't know about you. This is an idea I have. Are you down? And it just honestly, I think I realized like to do anything in life, like you just have to take the chance even though it's scary um but I definitely would say just collaborate with other creatives because there's no way there's no other way better finding out what your style is what your niche is what your passion is than creating with someone else because I think everyone has something different they can bring to the table and the best way to curate who you are as a person is to see what works out. Um, for me, I learned a lot about myself working with different makeup artists, different photographers, working up with different writers or stuff like that. And I definitely say that if there's many passions that you have in your life, they can all coexist in some kind of way. Like, I mean, I try to do that as much with business and with fashion and stuff. So I would say just take the chance, create with other creators, and just be proud of everything you do. Whether you feel like it's not the best of my ability, be proud enough that you did something though. Because it's one thing to try to do something and it not go out the way you want, but knowing you did something, then to be scared at home and not do anything at all and wish that maybe you did something and not know what the outcome of it was. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This was, this was an amazing episode. Tune in next time, guys. Bye.